Welcome to Meldon Law and Friends. I am Jeffrey Meldon, attorney and founder at Meldon Law, and uh, welcome to uh, the show. We've got uh, a terrific show for you, and I wanted to uh, go over a few things that uh, we've got going at Meldon Law as far as uh, free giveaways. Uh, we've got a, uh, a gym, Gator Gymnastics event coming up January 27th. This is going to be a big deal. Georgia is coming to town, and they uh, usually have a very good gymnastic team. For those of you that don't know, the Gator gymnastic team is ranked number one and two or two in the country, depending on who you talk to. And they have been red hot. They beat uh, Auburn. about a week and a half ago, which was uh, billed as a super match because there was more talent on the floor at the exact center arena in Gainesville, the O-Dome, than any other gymnastics meet except for the world championships last year. So uh, that's, that's pretty uh, impressive. The Gators are probably... Uh, eight deep as far as the talent. They've got nothing but potential Olympic stars on the team. Alabama was also uh, full of stars. However, I think the Gators were deeper, and that's why they uh, rolled over uh, Auburn. Now we've got Georgia coming to town, and uh, we should win that match. However, uh, it's not uh, nothing's guaranteed because the women are doing some very, very difficult routines, and uh, all you have to do is have uh, a couple of the women not do so good on one routine, and it can mess things up. What they do is they have uh, four different events, and you have six uh, uh, competitors for each event from each team. So the Gators have six people, you know, that are doing the beam, for example, uh, you can di- you discard the lowest score out of the six. So f- five out of the six count, which means that uh, you better not have two competitors uh, mess up because it could destroy you in an individual um, event and uh, be a big deal. So anyhow, for the, I'm getting into gymnastics more and more. The more I see the Gators, they're really uh, incredible matches. They're all sold out. And by the way, Melvin Law has given away two tickets for the event. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Melvin Law, and you can uh, get two tickets. We're also having a fan fest. Uh, come early to the, uh, the meet. And you will see us at FanFest giving away uh, free swag. We have a Wheel of Fortune, and uh, it's really uh, something uh, that is uh, exciting. We're, uh, we're uh, seeing lines of people coming to get uh, the Meldon swag, and it's a lot of fun just uh, hanging out there in the FanFest area. Uh, we also have... Gator basketball versus Tennessee on February 1st. That's going to be a very cool 
Uh, Tennessee's got an uh, excellent team this year. So uh, we're going to see if we can steal one from uh, a top 20 team. They may even be higher by the time they come here. Anyhow, we got uh, Gator Gymnastics again coming up February 10th, and we're going to be doing a Facebook giveaway there. And uh, last but not least, uh, on February 11th, uh, Gator Basketball, Vandy, Vanderbilt's coming to town. We're going to be giving away two tickets and um, a Fan Fest uh, event will be uh, held for the uh, Vanderbilt game. So check us out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I've been also trying to uh, help folks know what kind of insurance they need in the state of Florida. Uh, it's very confusing because the laws in Florida date back to 1973. That's 50 years ago. And they set limits of $10,000 for uh, your medical bills. It's called personal injury protection and $10,000 for uh, the other person's property damage. Now, what's crazy is, is that uh, Nobody can get in and out of an emergency room for under $10,000, and nobody can get a car that's had any significant damage repaired for less than uh, uh, or within $10,000. So if your car is total, chances are you're upside down because the other person in uh, many cases has only uh, $10,000 in property damage. So I wrote this book called Buying Florida Auto Insurance. And I think the key here is to uh, read the book that talks about what kind of insurances are critical for you and your family. Remember, uh, I've talked about uninsured motorist coverage probably the single most important coverage that you can have on your insurance policy. I would say 75% uh, of the people on the road do not have uh, adequate uh, liability insurance to protect you. And what I mean by that is even if somebody's got $50,000 worth of bodily injury liability coverage, uh, that isn't going to go very far if you're significantly injured and you're losing work. Uh, you're going to doctor's appointments all the time. You need surgery on your neck, your back, your shoulder, your knee. Uh, you also uh, should be fairly compensated for uh, the intangibles, pain and suffering, loss of enjoyment of life, scarring, disfigurement. All of those uh, are compensable. And if you're in a serious crash where you need surgery, $50,000 isn't enough uh, and I would say uh, it, probably less than one out of four people have more than $50,000 worth of bodily injury liability coverage. So how do you uh, counteract that? You purchase uninsured motorist coverage, which kicks in after the other person's insurance has paid all the bills and you've uh, been able to be compensated by them. Usually, the uh, uninsured motorist coverage kicks in when the other person has fairly low limits and uh, you have a fairly significant case. 
What's neat about uninsured motorist coverage is that it travels with you. So whether or not you're in another car, whether you're a pedestrian, uh, whether you're uh, somebody whose your kid is uh, involved in an accident, as long as it has to do with an automobile, then uh, there's coverage. I've even had uh, situations where people were just near their car and their car uh, rolled or did this or they slammed their slammed somebody's finger or hand into a, a door, even if the car wasn't being operated, as long as it's related to an automobile, there's usually coverage. So uh, go read our book. It's free. All you have to do is call uh, the office, 352-373-8000, and just say you want Jeffrey's book on uh, auto insurance. And then uh, the second thing you do is, after you've read it, go to your insurance agent. Go to your local insurance agent. I strongly recommend against calling uh, 800 numbers or going online unless you've done your due diligence. So your due diligence is, number one, learning a little bit um, about insurance, having a sit-down with your local insurance agent who uh, you want somebody who's been doing it for a long time, 15, 20, 30 years, somebody who knows what they're doing and can evaluate what you need. Uh, if you call an 800 number, or go online, it's like the blind leading the blind. You're probably talking to somebody who started to work at this in, uh, insurance company last month and uh, has about as much knowledge as you do as far as what your needs are, and uh, that's not enough. So protect you protect your family, your loved ones, and you also protect yourself in the event that uh, you're careless and cause a crash. You you certainly don't want to be sued and have somebody take away um, everything that you've worked for. So it's uh, very important that you uh, be aware of what your needs are, and uh, we're, we're there to help. Uh, we also have another book, In the Event That You're in a Crash and You Want to Know What to Do, um, we wrote a book called Seven Mistakes That Can Wreck Your Florida Accident Case. And uh, that book is uh, really designed to tell, uh, to help folks after they've been in a crash know what to do. Uh, the bottom line is give Melden Law a call, 352-373-8000, or go online to Melden Law. And we will help you for free. There's no obligation unless we win your case. And that's standard within the uh, personal injury uh, legal uh, field uh, that we uh, usually, uh, if there is insurance, we will uh, get an excellent result uh, for our clients because we work really hard to try to uh, uh, do the best and provide the best service for our clients. So uh, get, don't forget to give us a call and we will uh, help. We'll answer questions. And even if it's a simple question, don't be embarrassed to uh, reach out to us and uh, give us a call. Uh, our first uh, and our first guest today uh, is Brad Latone. And uh, by the way, um, uh, we're going to uh, be talking with Brad because he is one of Melden Law's new 
uh, litigation attorneys, and we want to get some insights as far as um, his perspective on what uh, folks need to know uh, in the in the event that they're in a crash. We see it all the time. We see uh, people who uh, have been in a crash, and uh, most folks call us really early in the case, and that's the thing to do. Get a hold of the lawyer right away before uh, things uh, get out of control. One of our jobs, even even if it's not a huge case, is we, that we want to try to help you so that you aren't uh, uh, going crazy over what's happened with my car. How do I get a rental car? How do I get uh, to, to and from doctor's appointments because my car was totaled? How do I... Uh, make a claim against the other person's insurance company. What do I say to them? What don't I say to them? Uh, my own company, what do I do with them? How do I handle it? So those are all things we're going to discuss uh, coming up. Meldon Law has been serving personal injury victims since 1971. In those days, Jeffrey Meldon's presence as an attorney in the music scene dubbed him with the nickname The Hippie Attorney. And although times have changed, two things haven't. Our commitment to bettering our community by helping the injured. Albert, are you ready to go to the game? And our love for the Florida Gators. If you bleed orange and blue, Melden Law is the firm for you. Well, I'm joining the band, of course. Since Melvin Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, I want to help. Dad, we're litigators. Let's stick to helping people in the courtroom. Well, can we still hang out and jam a little bit? At Melvin Law, we won't back down. I was going down a one-way street, and a girl that was driving her car T-boned me on my scooter. I ended up going for an MRI and discovering that I had two herniated discs. Coming to carry allowed me to not have to worry about what doctor I was going to see or what physical therapist I had to go to. They say, these are the people we trust. You're going to have a great experience there. And I honestly did each time. Call Melvin Law. Your consultation is absolutely free. I was driving behind a lady and very suddenly she moved out of the way. There was a log laying in the road. And when I hit my brakes, I went on top of the log. I had two herniated discs. I just haven't been the same since. Jeffrey Melvin fought for me all the way. Him and his team really went there for me. Throughout the whole lawsuit, he made sure that my bills was paid. It was never no whenever I called him and asked him for something. Call Melvin Law right now. Hey, Sammy, look who's there. Say hi. Hey! <gasps> you again! Melvin Law, Jeffrey speaking. Jeffrey! Somebody, Somebody else hit us, hit us yeah, in yeah. Here we go again. Here we are at Melvin Law and Friends, and uh, it's my pleasure to... Uh, Welcome to our show, Brad Latone. How are you doing today, Brad? I'm doing all right. I appreciate it, Jeffrey. I'm glad to be here. Well, good. So let's start at the beginning. Uh, 
you know, you're not originally from Gainesville, Florida. I know that. Yes. Why don't you tell uh, uh, the folks a little bit about your journey uh, to Gainesville and working with Meldon Law? Sure. Um, so born in Hackensack, New Jersey, um, eventually moved to Rochester, New York. Um, grew up in Rochester, went to college in Buffalo. I'm a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. Um, yeah, you're doing good this year. Yes, huh? we are. They gave me a bit of a scare on Sunday, but... Um, I'm looking forward to, to them continuing on and, and hopefully going to the Super Bowl. You never know. Um, but big fan of the Bills. Um, then eventually went to law school down in Florida um, and practiced in Jacksonville for several years. Started out at a real small firm, um, decided to go to a, a bigger firm. And um, did I was on the, the defense side for years and represented the insurance companies and the other companies that we bring lawsuits against now. Um, but after doing that for a long time, I decided I wanted to actually help people. And when you're on the defense side, you don't always get the opportunity to help people um, as much as you would like to. Um, but it, it is certainly better being on the plaintiff side, helping folks rather than being on the insurance side. So um, lived in Jacksonville for a few years, came over to Gainesville, and um, couldn't be happier at, at Meldon Law. Well, that's uh, uh, wonderful. I, I think, you know, working for the defense really gives you um, some perspectives that are important in representing uh, regular folks uh, that we represent uh, in making claims against insurance companies. What are a few things you learned at uh, doing insurance defense work? I learned mostly that the insurance companies don't care as much as I would like them to. Um, it, ultimately, there are, there are good attorneys representing insurance companies, but there's a lot of attorneys that are just trying to get them out of whatever the negligence <laughs> is. And unfortunately, it, it doesn't help the, the person that's injured, but... When I was on the defense side, I never was like that. Um, I think it makes me a good attorney on this side is I never had a, a gotcha settlement or something where I really thought we, we pulled one over on somebody that was hurt. I felt like we always had a, a fair settlement when I represented the defense side. And that's what I look for on the plaintiff side is, is fairness and making sure that, that we get the best result for the client. Um, another part of it that I learned on the defense side is the insurance companies know everything. And you can't pull pull tricks on them. They know every lawsuit you've had, every car accident you've had, every slip and fall that you've ever had. They have all that information. Um, so once we get involved on, on a, a case, it's always good to be honest, be truthful, because the insurance companies, they, they know a lot more than you think they know. Um, and unfortunately, they, they use it against us. And that's what... Uh, my experience being on the other side brings to Melden Law is I know what they're looking for, I know what they have, and I can prepare the clients as best as possible for when they have to go to a, a deposition or a mediation or ultimately trial. Um, I know how to prepare somebody and, and what the insurance company is looking for um, and what they already have, what they are, um, what they need to um, handle the case as best as they can. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that because a lot of times clients, um, when we take their case, we'll ask them about, you know, uh, what doctors have you been to? What accidents you've been to? 
And sometimes clients think that it helps their case if they hide that. And that is the, I tell, when I prepare a client for a deposition or we're, we're going through discovery, the number one thing I tell them, the quickest way to destroy your personal injury lawsuit is by lying because it doesn't help. They're going to find out and it's better to be honest, straightforward up front because we can deal with that. We can, we can handle, you know, other doctors visits, other accidents. We can handle that. What we can't get out of is not being truthful about it. So the, an example is a lot of folks say it's, you know, you're in a crash and you had, uh, you have a, a knee injury and your, your knees really banged up. You're going to probably need surgery. Uh, some folks think, Oh, well, I went and saw a doctor nine years ago about my knee, but I'm going to not say anything to my lawyer. He's not going to know that I saw a doctor and that there was an MRI taken back then. And, uh, the doctor didn't do surgery and now I need surgery. Uh, and they think it helps. Well, what Brad is saying is we know how to explain it to a jury because in the state of Florida, like most states, if you have a pre-existing condition that's significantly aggravated in a crash, which happens all the time. I mean, you know, the, uh, the knee that's already had a problem is the weakest link, so to speak. So it's like, of course you're going to, uh, you know, uh, injure that part uh, the worst because uh, your, your knee was already weak and now it's slammed against a, you know, a dashboard uh, after you were hit at 50 miles an hour, uh, you know, from the rear or the front or wherever, the side. And, uh, and people are going, oh, I'm not going to say anything and nobody's going to know. So <laughs> what I hear you saying is that's, the, for, that's further from the uh, truth than anything that exists. It is because, you know, ultimately when if we have to go before a jury, the jury's going to understand somebody had a, a problem with their knee 10 years ago, had an issue with their neck five years ago. Somebody was in a car accident. The jury understands that and we can explain that. But what a jury isn't going to like is that you didn't tell us about it. You held something from us. You lose your credibility and it takes it away from, you know, I understand you had a problem before and it's obviously worse now that you got hit by a semi-truck, of course it's worse, but if you don't tell the truth, then it becomes about credibility. And the last thing we want to do before a jury is lose credibility. Now, the insurance adjusters, they have a, a lot of rules and regulations uh, that you know the insurance companies provide to them in order to uh, limit them paying you know, uh, more money than uh, they can get away. I mean, look, Running a business, I understand the insurance companies are running a business and that part of their uh, strategy is to pay, you know, as little as they can unless it's in their best interest to pay more uh, because they don't want to take the risk, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and, that you know, at Melden Law, we're always having uh, seminars. We had a, uh, a seminar this past week for a lot of folks and, you know, it really talked about how insurance companies are uh, usually are not your friend, particularly if it's a serious crash. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, they're they're saying, "Oh my gosh, uh, you know, we've got a two hundred fifty thousand dollar policy, and we don't want to pay that, and we're going to utilize certain strategies." Um, how are the adjusters trained as far as 
you know, minimizing what has to be paid? Uh, mostly, you know, the, the, I, it's something that I, I heard a million times when I was on the defense side is we would rather pay you, the defense attorney, than play that, pay that plaintiff. And that always stuck out to me because I didn't like that, that you would rather pay your lawyer to sift through medical records and, and catch something rather than just making it right and paying the person that got hurt. And that just always stuck out to me that they would rather pay a lawyer X amount of dollars per hour to defend them. Um, but, you know, a lot of times adjusters, they get some leeway, but ultimately that's our job on the plaintiff side is to give them everything they need to make them pay the, the fair amount and, and compensate a client for the injuries that, they, that they've caused. And that's why you need a good experienced attorney on your side. Um, to present that case to the insurance company because a lot of times the more we give um, the insurance company and the, the more that they can justify a settlement, the better it is for the insurance company to, to pay it and better it is for our client to get compensated. You know, one of the things I, I wanted to discuss was that all uh, law firms are not the same. All, you know, law firms representing injured parties are not the same. Uh, based on your experience, uh, what are some of the differences you've seen in the way that you know law firms represent clients and present their case? You know, I will I will say not to you know I am a member of Meldon Law now, so I'm obviously very partial towards Meldon Law, but it's the 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 behind the scenes stuff that the client doesn't necessarily see every day. Um, it's the getting medical records, it's finding those prior medical records that could hurt our case later on. And it's, it's getting everything that the insurance company needs, verifying insurance coverage, making sure clients get the treatment they need. And, and Meldon, does a, Meldon Law does a great job of, of building the case and, and getting all of that information to the insurance company um, to, to get the best result that we can for our clients. You know, it's interesting because over the years, um, you know, we discovered that um, if you really look at a, at a case in a collaborative effort and providing the adjuster with what they need, a lot of times, you know, they're on a computer and they've got certain boxes they've got to check off, right? Yep. And I think inexperienced lawyers um, think that, uh, you know, they're going to trick the insurance company. Yep, they, they and, do. And, and it's not really that way. The fact is that when your lawyer knows everything about the case, they're able to present it uh, in a way where you're going to get a better recovery. And however, however, um, when you see, I call them the big box stores, the, you know, the, in, the uh, law offices that advertise um you know, 25 times more than anybody else, and you see them over and over and over again, those business models are not necessarily set up to really give the individualized um, attention and service because it costs money. And, I mean, you can have a, a case manager with 150 cases. You can have a case manager with 60 or 70 or 80 cases, mm -hmm. And explain how that makes a difference. Yep, it, it does. Um, you know, the the it's pretty straightforward. If you've got 150 cases, you're going to be a lot spread a lot thinner than if you have 50 or 60 cases. Um, and, and the problem becomes things fall through the cracks when you're overworked, understaffed, you have too many cases. Um, ultimately, 
things aren't going to get done and, and it's it's not to say that they can't be fixed but doing it all at the beginning and having everything you need to start with makes everybody's jobs easier moving forward and in the the bigger firms <clears throat> can't quite do that on every single case well i think the, sometimes they're built on a profit um, model mm-hmm. versus a uh, you know what wh- how can we get the maximum dollar for the clients and uh, you know we certainly um, try to get you know the maximum recovery uh, we can for our clients and uh, we do that by um, having. Uh, case managers and attorneys that have a reasonable caseload. So for those of you that are listening, you go, you know, what does that mean, having a reasonable caseload? It means in any of your job, all many of you listening or watching, you've been in jobs where you've been overloaded to the point where you know you're not being effective. And uh, so when I say that all law firms are not the same, uh, and Melden Law, I think, you know, we've tried to structure our law firm so that people get individualized attention. You get a call back. If you want to meet a lawyer, we, we actually encourage it uh, because every time we meet a client in person, we learn something and it helps us do a better job for our clients. So, uh, and the, you get to know the client on a, a personal level by meeting them face to face. I always prefer face to face. We had several clients today face to face, and and they wanted to. They said phone is fine, but I said let's let's bring them into the office because I like the face to face aspect of it. And if I'm going to trial to convince six people on a jury that somebody's really hurt, I need to get to know that person. I need to to understand how they got here and and what. Um, impacts have, have happened to their life. And, and to do that, you've got to get to know your clients. You've got to sit down face to face, talk about their kids, talk about their grandkids, because it makes my job easier and makes me more effective um, when I go into trial or go into a mediation. And you know, it's amazing. I've never been in a client meeting where I didn't learn something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good uh, or bad. Good or bad. Good or bad. Yeah, but, you know, when, when you're in, sitting in a room with somebody, you see their body language, they, you can build up trust, you, you know, when, you, when you're talking with them in a genuine manner, mm-hmm. right? They can feel it, and, they, and, and, and also just the issues that Brad and I have been talking about, about uh, being straightforward about, uh, you know, prior, you know, injuries, prior accidents, prior uh, claims that you've made, whatever – Sometimes um, over the phone, it's hard, harder for us to get that point across mm-hmm. when you're sitting in a room with somebody and you're looking him in the eye. And I say, are you <laughs> sure? Are you sure? Say now, well, the fact is, okay, that if you ask me every uh, doctor that I've seen in the last 15 years, I, I would miss some. Mm-hmm. So our clients a lot of times miss some. Uh, by sitting down and going through, uh, you know, going through uh, the whole list of uh, of issues that we have in presenting a case, I think it really makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Number one, the clients all of a sudden understand that the more information they give us, the better job we can do. Secondly, I think it builds up trust, which is essential 
for us. Talk about that that factor as far as trust and how clients relate to you. To yes, absolutely. And, and trust is a big thing because um, ultimately we we're not miracle workers as lawyers. We can do our best. We can we can do everything we can. But at the end of the day, sometimes there's there's not much we can do. And, and to earn that trust from the client to be able to tell them, you know, this is unfortunately the situation we're, we're in, you've got to have trust because if the client doesn't trust you and you tell them, sorry, there's not much else we can do, they're not going to believe you or they're going to, ha they're going to get mad at, at the lawyer rather than, you know, the situation that, that we can't control. Yeah. I mean, somebody else uh, caused a horrible accident. They're really injured. And the other person has $10,000 worth of insurance. Our client didn't have any uninsured motorist mm -hmm. coverage. And they're going, uh, I'm upside down $150,000 in, uh, you know, medical bills and other expenses and loss of income. That's not fair. You know, it's just not fair. And the answer to that question is, or the answer to that uh, question would be, no, it's not fair. And we recognize that that's one reason that, you know, uh, I talk uh, to a lot of folks about making sure they get uninsured mm -hmm. motorist coverage because at least there's some level of uh, protection. Yeah, when I first started practicing past the bar, we had a case at my first firm, ended up taking it to trial. It was an uninsured motorist case. The, the girl that hit our client was 14 years old. She took her parents' car, crashed into our client. She got catastrophically injured and took it to trial, got a very good result. But the only reason we were able to get a good result and, and compensate her was because she had uninsured motorist coverage. And the first thing I did after that was call my parents and said, <laughs> you guys need to get UM right now. And I sat down with them and, and they didn't really know. They said, I want full coverage. And the agent didn't give them um and they had no idea and when i explained to them if you get hit by somebody with no insurance <laughs> there's not much you can do about it um and when i told them that and they said oh wow we need um right now and they they added it right away yeah and that's one reason we encourage people to use their local established real uh insurance agent you know the um uh, you know woman or man around the corner that's had had a successful agency open for the last 25 years, you go and sit down with them, they're going to probably guide you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas, you know, I, I always think that it's like a joke that people will go online without having read my book, without having talked to their local insurance agent, without having talked to anybody that knows anything. And uh, all these agencies that are uh, on TV all the time or online or whatever. So go go to our website and you uh, will be able to pick uh, what kind of coverage you're supposed to have without having any basis for making that decision. Yep. Yep. And that that's what they encourage. And I, I don't know why. I, I would think they would want to sell more policies. But I think a local agent is, is always going to be better because it goes back to the, the trust factor is if you're sitting in a room across from somebody, a local person in the community that's going to sell you insurance, they're going to do a better job than somebody that has never seen you before, talked to you before. They're just going to try to make a sale. The other thing is um, if you have a need, whether you you're in an accident, if they cause an accident, uh, they'll help you, you know, they'll help, you know, they'll walk you through 
uh, you know, different issues and uh, help provide coverage. One of the things that's important is uh, if you have what we call bodily injury liability insurance, uh, in the event you cause a crash, not only do you have the limits of liability that are provided in your policy, but they also pay for a lawyer to uh, defend you and represent you, which can be hundreds of thousands of dollars in certain circumstances. Yeah, and that, that's an a, a important part of it is that, you know, if there's a, a situation where you have no insurance and you get sued, you're on your own. But if you've got insurance, even if you've got a smaller policy, um, they'll still provide a defense so that there's at least somebody helping you out. And, and it's very important that people realize that um, to have bodily injury liability coverage, number one, you need it to buy uninsured motorist coverage mm -hmm. in the state of Florida. Uh, you, your limit on uh, uninsured motorist uh, coverage uh, cannot be uh, more than what your bodily injury liability limit is unless you have two or more cars, in which case... Uh, you can stack the coverage, meaning uh, if there's uh, three cars in the family, you can actually get three times the coverage on uninsured motorist coverage that you would get on your bodily injury liability coverage. That That's a whole nother um, issue that we talk about in, in the book, you know, buying Florida auto insurance is uh, the fact that you do want to uh, stack coverage uh, when you can. Yeah, because there, there's no, I think that going from the, the insurance defense side to the, the plaintiff side is there, there's no harder conversation to have than looking somebody in the eye saying there's no insurance available. And I've had to have that conversation where people have lost loved ones and there's just nothing there or say, here's $10,000. That's what their life was worth it's just it's there's no harder conversation to have yeah and and so uh as lawyers um we, we can um tell people and help educate people and at melvin law that's one of the things we are trying to do this this podcast is one example it's going out to thousands of people and maybe somebody out there is going to listen to us go to their local insurance agent you know get our book uh, and uh, try to figure out what uh, makes sense. It's interesting because um, people, well, you know, if it's life insurance or health insurance, they spend a lot of time talking with people. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to car insurance, like it's mm -hmm. like, oh, I got full coverage. Well, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. You, you've got uh, ten thousand in uh, property damage, ten thousand in PIP, and maybe ten twenty in mm -hmm. uh, liability coverage, and that's what you call full coverage. Mm -hmm. And well, that doesn't include comprehensive collision, all the other ones that you might need. So anyhow, it, it's it's really, um, I guess, the way to put it is. Uh, you're you're in uh, foreign territory uh, unless you're an insurance agent and know what you're doing or a lawyer that's uh, handle it. You know you really should not be uh, deciding how much insurance coverage you need. It's based on income, your ability, and things like that. But if you're spending a ton of money on other kinds of insurance coverages, you shouldn't uh, go cheap on uh, auto insurance. Yes, correct. So anyhow, we're going to wrap up uh, this episode of uh, Meldon Law and Friends. Uh, 
Our uh, great new litigation attorney, Brad Latone, has uh, been our guest today. And uh, we're going to be back next week on Melden Law and Friends. Thank you very much for joining us.